Hello, good morning, welcome. It is Thursday, August the 17th, 2017, and you're listening to Daily Driver with Michael Panic. I am your host, Michael Panic. I am in my car, and thank you for letting me be in your ears. Um, guys that are just joining us, and girls, excuse me, that are just joining us for the first time today, uh, big thank you for listening in. Uh, if you're on Anchor, I hope that you are. You can feel free to call in, give me your thoughts at any point during the day, and if you're listening to the podcast, you should tweet at me, and you should also download Anchor, because I do this show through Anchor.fm, which is an excellent app that doesn't pay me for all this promotion. I, I want to make that clear, because I'm always harping about Anchor. I just really love it, and uh, I love using it, and so I just to give back to them for all their efforts and dev work, uh, being a developer myself, to give back, I like to promote and say, I am using Anchor, and tell everybody about it. So, download Anchor, use it, so you can call in, and so you can interact with me and leave comments on my segments during the day, and this can be a very interactive type of show. All right, jump straight in. We're gonna talk about volunteering today, and pro bono work, and giving away your time, and why you do it, uh, what extent you should not do it, and how it affects you, how it affects others, all of that good stuff. Volunteering. It's something I get when I was younger, and by that I mean maybe less than two years ago, I didn't really understand why people would volunteer their time all the time. I was like, you know, if you really had a heart for somebody, why would you not start something, an organization um, or something and, and generate money? Uh, you know, put on fundraisers, generate money to help your cause that you care about. And that's kind of when I realized, oh, that's what volunteers are doing. They're just not creating it from the ground up because you don't always have to reinvent the wheel. I, I know it probably sounds stupid to a lot of people, but it was just something that had never really clicked with me. And now I feel like I kind of get it because I've been doing some volunteering and I've really enjoyed volunteering because here's the other side of it is that it's this great community family feeling that you get that I think is why so many people are serial volunteers. Now I moved to Birmingham, Alabama only about four months ago and I started getting involved with Sidewalk Film Festival, which is the best film festival in the entire world. It's better than Cannes. It's better than Tribeca. It's better than Sundance. It's better than South by Southwest because it is so human and so personable and so much freaking fun. And by the way, I've, I've never been to Cannes, Sidewalk, uh, Cannes Sundance, uh, Tribeca, or South by Southwest. So I'm just making assumptions here. But of all the festivals that I've ever been to, it is so much fun. And so I knew that I had a passion for it and I wanted to be involved. So I started volunteering and I found very quickly that not only are all the people who volunteer for Sidewalk these repeat volunteers, you also have this ecosystem, this volunteer culture in this city where these people are also volunteering with everything else that goes on. It's this huge pod of people who volunteer for a little bit of everything. And it's really awesome because volunteers are the way that these nonprofits can function. And, it, you know, it's just beautiful to see people who give away their time and are passionate about a cause enough to, to do that. But what I want to dig into is at what point, and not necessarily volunteering for nonprofits, this also is going to extend to pro bono work for, um, for good causes, 
and even just working for friends for free, which is a which is volunteer work. I want to talk today though uh, about what point are you overextending yourself, and at what point have you have you done too much for free, uh, and and you know when can you expect compensation, things like that. Uh, obviously, it's a little separate from volunteering for nonprofits, but we'll get into that at midday check-in. For now, call in. Tell me about your experiences volunteering. Tell me about how much uh, you volunteer, why you believe in it, why you don't believe in it. I'd love to hear a dissenting view. Uh, tell me all about it. You can tweet me at Michael Panic. You can also find me on Instagram, MichaelPanic92, and um, direct message me there. I'd love to hear from you. And if we're friends on Facebook, I will make a Facebook status related to this very shortly. Thank you for joining me. I hope you kick Thursday morning in the butt and uh, get ready because tomorrow's Friday. And so make sure you're wrapping up your week, and I'll check in with you guys at midday. Welcome back to Daily Driver. I'm Michael Panic, and I am in my car once again, and I am in your ears once again. And hey, if you have a car that has either Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, you can now listen to Anchor Stations directly from that. I don't know how any of that works. I've actually never played with uh, either Android Auto or CarPlay, but if you do, now you can. Daily Driver in your Daily Driver, you should check it out. It's really cool. Thanks for joining me once again. Uh, today we're talking about volunteering. And volunteering, like I said this morning, is something I've just gotten kind of hip to the swag of. Uh, I have not done a lot of volunteering in the past, but I am loving it now that I am. And I want to give a couple of tips for anybody who, like me, has just started or is wanting to start volunteering. First thing is first, make sure that you pick a cause that you care about, okay? Don't, you don't have to pick some uh, cause because it sounds like, oh, that's what I, that's what people need. That sounds fancy. That sounds like the, the go-to volunteer thing. What I'm saying is you don't have to run Relay for Life just because it's Relay for Life. You don't have to do something related to um, cancer or ALS or anything like that if it's not what you're passionate about. If you have a true passion for music, volunteer at music festivals. If you have a passion for health, then, you know, and specifically like heart health, something like that, then you should volunteer with organizations that support what you want to support. Uh, just remember that you're going to get very burnt out, very bored very quickly if you don't care about what you're volunteering towards and what you're supporting. Um, I love the volunteer work I do with Sidewalk Film Festival, like I was talking about this morning, uh, because I'm a movie fanatic. I love films and I love Sidewalk. And that's my tip number two. Not only should their cause be important to you, they should be important to you. Don't go with the big name or with the just the big player in your field that you want to support. Pick an organization that you care about, that cares about the you know facet that the thing that you're trying to support. But make sure the organization is one that you can get behind. Uh, tip three is do your research on the organization. Know how volunteering with them works before you ever get started with it, and know their whole flow of money because. Unfortunately, there are nonprofit organizations who are very much not 
nonprofit who are very for profit who make tons and tons of money and honestly I think you don't want to be giving your time away to them uh, if if they're making oodles of cash off of you and the last thing to remember is you should enjoy the other volunteers that you'll be working with make sure that you're you're making connections making friends through that it can be good for business and it's just good for your soul a little bit too it's a good way to make friends if you're new to an area it's uh, it's a great way to meet new people and to find people obviously with similar interests as you. So it's just a couple of tips to help you, uh, some things I've learned getting my feet wet in volunteering. Um, and my, I guess my last tip or my countenance here is go do it. You, you should volunteer some of your time, but make sure that you're not volunteering too much time. And when I come back at the end of the day, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. We're going to talk about uh, avoiding abuse. I don't want any of you guys getting abused and used uh, either by a nonprofit organization or just by friends that you might be volunteering your time for. Because guys, there's a there's going to be a lot of people who want a lot of things from you. Uh, you have skills and abilities that other people don't have, and there's going to be people in your life who want you to use those skills. And for me, the hardest lesson I think I've ever had to learn, and I'm still learning every single day, is not to overextend myself and not to sell myself short just because someone is a friend. Um, I, you should always find a mutually beneficial mid-ground to work in when you're doing free work for friends. But when we come back at the end of the day, we'll talk more about that. I'll give you some of my own personal experiences. But I want to hear about it, guys. If you have any tips for people just starting to volunteer, if you have any ideas, um, thoughts, and your own stories about volunteering, or recommendations of organizations you volunteered with that you love, tell me all about it. Tweet at me. Call in here on Anchor. I'd love to hear your thoughts, as always. And uh, have a great afternoon. I will check back in with you guys at the end of the day. And I hope that it is an absolutely outstanding Thursday afternoon for you. Welcome back here at the end of the day, wrapping up this episode of Daily Driver. Uh, thank you guys for joining me today. We've been talking about volunteering, and um, and so mostly what we've talked about is volunteering in the general uh, sense of, you know, with a nonprofit organization, big organized volunteering, like most people think of when they hear the term volunteering. So maybe that's volunteering at an animal shelter or with a blood bank or something like that. Uh, but what I want to talk about now is the pro bono volunteer work. You probably do a lot you should do often, but you may not think of as volunteer work. And that is the stuff that you do to help your friends and the stuff you do for your friends and stuff you just do, you know, for, for other people, maybe not necessarily friends, but people who need your help, you have skills, you can do things for them and you just help them out. You know, if you don't do that, if you are, are so stubborn on your own, oh, I am a professional and that's what I do for my job and I'm not going to just do that for free kind of stuff, then I think you're approaching it wrong because I want you to know that you can take any situation where somebody needs your help, you can do less than is uh, required by hand and accomplish more than just, just doing it. So uh, I'm a web developer. So I have people who ask me, oh, can you help me with my website? Can you build me a website? And here's what, here's my go-to with that. I tell them, yes, here's my cost. And if they say, well, man, I can't afford that. 
Uh, and, and, and you guys got to hear me out. I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting what I just said. I will give them a price on a full custom website through my company, exactly how we do everything with this and everything, uh, because I want to offer them the best. But unfortunately, it's not just me. It's not just on my own. And, you know, I'm in a partnership. I've got people under me who've got to be paid. And so if somebody needs a website, a custom website, I I'm going to try to sell them not so I can make a buck. I'll always give them a huge discount, but I want them to get the best and we provide the best as a team. So when they come to me and they say, well, I don't have the money for that. What is my next step? What can I do for them? Well, I could just say, okay, well, I'll just build you a website anyway and waste a lot of time building them a website from scratch. And in the end, they get a website, they're happy, everything's good. Here is what I do instead. I say, how much money can you put into it? And if they can say, oh, you know, I put in maybe $30 a month, I say, that's great. Go to squarespace.com and set up a website. I'm, I love Squarespace. I love Squarespace for simple uh, content-based sites. If if you know what you're doing a little bit and you have a mind for UX flow, you can make it great. Now, I think a lot of people try to build their own website, don't understand the core concepts that no matter how easy it is to make something look pretty even, understanding flow, understanding uh, how content works and SEO and those things, you can't really make a good website on your own. But that's what I do. I, I say, here's your site. Okay, you they set it up themselves. They write their content and I will gladly guide them on how to make that content better, how to set up the flow of the site, etc. So in the end, they get a great product. I didn't do that much. Everybody's happy. It is win, 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 win. What do I get out of it? Well, I shouldn't have to tell you what you get out of helping friends and doing things to help those around you. You should know that it's always beneficial uh, to if you, if you do it right. So what I'm advocating for here is when a friend needs your help, when you're rendering services, volunteering your services for free to a friend, to a colleague, to whoever, to help somebody out, um, you need to make it a win-win situation. If you are not getting something in return, uh, you need to to reevaluate. So, uh, and and that's just like, you know, baseline of getting something in return in my mind is just you're not uh, losing anything on the deal. So if you're like losing a lot of time to it, you're not gaining anything. But if you're not spending an excessive amount of time and you're getting something out of it, quote unquote, is in just feeling good, knowing that you're helping a friend, things like that, then it is a win-win situation. And you know, the more you help people, the more likely they are to help you in return. So what I'm really saying here is that I don't want you to get screwed over by a friend. I think we've all been there. I think that everybody has uh, inadvertently you know, gotten caught up in helping a friend and put way too much into it and really screwed themselves up, screwed up their time, lost a lot of time. And my suggestion for that is just to always offer advice for free and and make it beneficial. You know, give people value all day long. Give them uh, help, ideas, go the extra mile a little bit. But when somebody says, um, hey, I'm trying to record my album. I know that you're good with recording and stuff. Can you help me? You don't have to say, oh yeah, let's set up time to be in the studio. Now, if that's what you want to do and you love being in the studio and yeah, you want to be that hands-on with it and you can afford to do that, then that's great. But I'm saying if you're like, I don't really have time to help you with this right now. I'm swamped with all my other stuff. 
what do I do? You say, yeah, man, let me give you some pointers. Let's set up a phone call tomorrow and spend an hour on the phone, answer any questions they've got, give them as much knowledge as you can, and then you're out of it, right? So you've helped them immensely. You're not getting out of it. You're not denying it. You're not telling them no. You're still playing a hero moment because you helped them. You gave them what they needed and you didn't lose what you can't afford to lose. So I hope that that's making sense because it's a hard lesson to learn, especially with friends. You want to help your friends out. You want to do everything for them, but sometimes you can't afford to and do things like, you know, eat, keep your job, keep your house clean, keep a, you know, significant other happy. Like you've got to find the balance and you can't do everything for everybody else. But you can do wonders for somebody else just through what you know without having to get hands-on with it and get super involved. So I hope that that speaks to somebody. I hope somebody out there was like, oh, wow, I've wasted a ton of time uh, being way too hands-on helping friends with their projects rather than just giving them the next steps, offering them advice along the way that could have saved me a ton of time and I could have been more beneficial to more people. See, my goal is always I want to add as much value to as many people as I possibly can. That's why I do this podcast, actually, because it's a great way that I can just, in my driving time, in my spare time, give away all the knowledge I can think of, all the experiences I have, all the little tidbits that might help somebody, and I'm just machine gunning it out there so you can all get a little taste of it. And I do the same thing with my friends and in person, and when one project begins to bog me down and takes away from me being able to help other people and get my own business done, it's a problem. And I wanna always avoid those. I wanna help everybody that I can, but I wanna avoid the time sinks that are gonna take away from me helping other people and from getting my own stuff done. So guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode about volunteering. I hope that you do volunteer. I hope you do help your friends and I hope you do uh, work with good causes uh, because volunteers really do make the world go round. Uh, Volunteer at your church, volunteer at a blood bank, volunteer at an animal shelter, a film festival, a music festival, whatever it is that you're passionate about, get involved and and just give your time away. I promise you it comes back in dividends every time. It's so rewarding. You'll meet great people, you'll network, you'll gain favors from others, but your heart should always be just in helping the cause. Make sure that's always your mindset. Um, hope you guys have a great evening. Hope it's been a wonderful day for you. Thank you again for listening. It means everything that you guys listen to my show. It really does. I love seeing the numbers, um, get good, consistent uh, listenership through the podcast, and that makes me so hype. Um, I know that we're a couple episodes behind on the podcast. I, I screwed up on Anchor, so I've got to get that handled. about to actually go do that now. So we'll have three new podcast episodes up. Uh, thank you again for listening. If you like what you hear, rate the podcast on whatever uh, app you're using. Go ahead and rate it on iTunes, rate it on uh, Google Play, whatever. I appreciate that so much. Write a review. Uh, tweet at me. Follow me on Twitter, Michael Pan- at Michael Panic. Uh, follow me on Instagram at MichaelPanic92. Email me, MichaelPanic92 at gmail.com. Or if you forgot any of that, you can go to Michael-Panic.com. has links to all my social and all my information there. Um, would love to hear from you. Love to hear how you're listening, where you're listening, and uh, anything about volunteering. And any suggestions for future shows would be great. And of course, if you're on Anchor, go ahead and call in. Tell me what you want to hear and what you're thinking about. And uh, I love you all dearly. If nobody's told you today, I hope you know that you can accomplish whatever you want 
I believe in you, and if you need more personalized encouragement than that, get in touch with me. Please, I'm begging you to get in touch with me. I will talk to you. I will find your strengths for you if you don't know them. We will talk about it, and I will encourage you and drive you to be the best that you can be. Thank you. Have a great night. I will see you all tomorrow morning.